0: What's going on We're here at the File Leader Podcast, Penn State Radio, a good Saturday. Penn State won 22-10 over Wisconsin, big win for Penn State. Micah Parsons, seven tackles. Robert the <laughs> six tackles, two sacks. I knew this guy would stand out. knew he'd be a good player, just a good defense, all-around defense. Um, This defense is only going to get better by the years. And uh, The 2018 draft class, the 2019 draft class. It just proves just how good Franklin can recruit. 150-plus yards for Miles Sanders. He takes over for Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is a beast, but do not slouch on Miles Sanders. Once again, to me, he's the NBA draft prospect, but possibly he won't come out this year because he can also build on this year. I think he can be a first-round pick next year if he comes back to the same thing with a better team, Tommy Stevens at quarterback. As great as Trace McSorley is, Tommy Stevens is a tall quarterback that can throw that ball down the field and can do more things, stronger running, so I think it'll be a more dynamic team next year. Penn State and basketball, Lamar Stevens, 22 points, 10 rebounds. To me, he is the best, most probably most dangerous Big Ten player in that conference. He's going to have an unbelievable year. You're going to see a lot of good things from Penn State. It's an underrated team, period, in the whole country to watch. Good basketball recruiting class and a good football recruiting class in 2019. Seth Lundy recruiting really is big for them. Um, It gives them a lot Um, period on that team. Justin McCoy is an underrated guy that also committed to Penn State. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the game of Penn State, and we're going to talk more about basketball. Take a quick break. Okay, we back. Um, Let's talk more about this basketball. Real quick. I mean, basketball season just started. The debut, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 8 for 8 from the free throw line. He's going to make a lot of moves there. He's always going to get to the line, 7 14 from the field. Lamar Stevens is making a clear cut, the man from Philly making a clear cut statement of he's one of the best players in the Big Ten possibly the best. And me, I say he's the best. Uh, John Harrar is um, a guy who did a real good job as a center last year, 7.7 rebounds. That's bigger than you think. Okay, he's gonna be a big bruiser there. Miles Dred, I can't explain to you. How I'm excited. I am for Miles and for him to start 31 minutes, his first game, 17 points, fourth eight from three point line, two assists, two rebounds. This kid is gonna be a stud in the Big Ten. Watch, he's a killer. All right, Jamari Willer is another good defensive guy. Same thing with Mike Watkins, taking John Harrod. These guys are. Good. I mean, people are looking at him. Him starting. Maybe some people a little roster ball. No, listen, Jamari Willard really earned it. The man can play. Good defensive player. Three assists, one steal. Um, you know, he had two turnovers, just a little bit. He ain't really do too much stats wise. But believe me, to to hold that defense down and the type of guy he is with the energy, he's gonna do a lot. And he's gonna have some big games. Josh Reed, of course, the elder statesman. Nineteen points, four assists, four steals, one block. Okay, 8 for 10 from the free throw line. Him and Lamar Stevens, that's what's going to be a big weapon there. Seeing these guys get to the line. You know Josh Reeves can get it in. He can play. The man is one of – he's a boss on the court. Um, Rossiga Bolton, my guy. Shout out to his family. I mean, this kid is special. 13 points, 6 assists. I've always had a big liking to this kid. And you see why. 2 for 3 from the 3-point line, 5 for 6 from the field. He's aggressive. It's, it's um it's a lot of things that you're gonna see that Penn State adds. Uh, Trent Buttrick. Penn, Trent Buttrick is the type of guy that uh, 20 minutes that should let you know how much they trust him, what he can do. Four points, two rebounds, three blocks. He's gonna add defense, grit. You know I mean, you you, you want to see why guys like John Harar and Trent Buttrick were recruited? That's why defense, big guys. Um, Myron Jones. Now I know you didn't have a big game, you people. Of course, he didn't have a big game to me either. But him going one for eight lets you know how much they trust him in there. I mean, Marion Jones was a a late addition to the recruiting class of 2018. And you see why they got him. Three-star, they can definitely play ball, okay? I love this team. They can compete with any team in the Big Ten. You're going to see this team really evolve as a team more and more because they are young pieces. So this is not the big part. And they only went against North Florida. I can't wait to see them go against because they have some guys that can go in there and get at you. So I can't wait to see that on the football end. All right. On the football end, we're going to go to the Penn state. Great win getting Wisconsin. Good program. Who was looking for a big win against Penn state. Okay. They are only six and four, not seven and three Penn state. is a seven and three team. They are four and three in the conference. Number 20 in the nation right now. Um, and with this win, they should keep them right there in the top 25. They're going to get a good bowl. Um, no doubt they're going to beat these two teams coming up, which is Rutgers and Merlin. I just don't see any way that Penn State loses to them. Penn State has lost to all tough teams this year. Every time they lost, it was a ranked team they lost to. So Penn State's had a good season for the team that has inexperience right now. You know, you can tell it's different players that are gone. Experience means a lot, not just talent. Okay. I heard a guy talking about Ricky Slade, uh, fraud, Franklin. He don't, he don't know what he's doing, not playing Ricky Slade. That's crazy. Okay, you got to wait his turn. You think Ricky Slade really upgrades his team to a team that won't lose any of those games? don't make no sense. Miles Sanders is having an unbelievable season right now. 159 yards in that game. The player of that game. Um, 1,007 yards, nine touchdowns this year. All right, I mean, 18 receptions, 130 yards. What you got to see is that a star is born. And it's time to start getting used to this Miles Sanders time. I mean, 1,000 yards rushing, kudos off to James Franklin, 25 yards rushing for Stevens, Um, always a weapon, just can't wait to see this guy play next year, I'm really excited about him as a quarterback, and it's the reason why they always get him touches, because they want him to be happy, they want him to stay there, they know he's a good player, but Trace McSorley, just beat it out, the man's one of the best quarterbacks, the best quarterback of Penn State football, he rightfully, you can say that, he earned that. By what he did on this, with this team. I mean, he's won, won bowl games. He's been there. He's been a warrior. He's been a competitor. Somebody got to beat him out. He stayed all the years he was, he played. He was effective from the time he got in the game. Or oh, Johan Dotson. It was a real surprised to see him out there. Not because of who he is. Of course, he's going to get his chance, but just right now, I didn't think it'd be time to put Johan, but he had two catches, 39 yards. That's impressive. He had 30 yard, uh, reception. Uh, KJ Hamler five for thirty five. your Muth had uh, three receptions for thirty four yards. Um, Deonjay Tompkins five receptions for thirty one yards. Okay, Cameron Sullivan Brown caught a catch. Justin Shorter caught one. Uh, Sanders caught only two. You know, you know, got in the only nine yards. Not, but see, see, Justin Shorter get some. Just get a catch is good. You know, give him give him some breather room. Give him you know some life on that field because he's going to be a star. It's no doubt. All the receivers, he's better than anybody. And that's scary. You look at Hamler and look at everybody you saw contribute from Cameron Sullivan Brown to Mac Hippermann this year. So, you know, you got Johan Dotson catching the ball. That's how deep they are. They're super deep. So, it's only a matter of time before Penn State wins the national championship. You know, it could be next year or the year after that. One of these two years coming up, Penn State is going to take over football. They have too much talent. Um, On the defense, I'm just, I'm just proud of Michael Parsons. What he's done this season is just phenomenal. Seven tackles, lead the team again. Um, You have to – this is – right now, you're looking at this season, this is his third game with seven tackles. And this is his fourth game, or this is his um fifth game with seven or more tackles. I mean, he's absolutely had a stud, yeah. It's not much you can say about Michael Parsons. I mean, you just want to see more. You can't wait. I think you can drop him down at defensive end to place on some downs and then bring him back at linebacker. It's like he can do everything on the field. He's a do-it-all player. He's the type of defensive player that could become a Heisman Trophy winner. Robert Windsor, what can you say about him? Six tackles, two sacks. Like I said, I know he can do it. We know he's one of the best players, defensive players on that team. It's only a matter of time. Um, Yitter Gross Matos, big YG, five tackles, one sack, two four laws. I mean, he's a first-round draft pick. When he comes out, he'll be one of the top defensive players in the draft. Jan Johnson, five tackles. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. I think he's a um six-round talent right now. He could, he could go up, but that's why I'm putting him. I think Jan Johnson's earned a, a right to be drafted. I mean, he's played exceptional this year. Cam Brown. Five tackles, one pass defense, one quarterback hurry. Hey, Cam Brown has been great this year. Nick Scott, five tackles. He had an interception. Amani, all right. Big O. Big A.O. That's my guy there. I mean, he's a big cornerback. And I, I eventually saw a couple of years ago. I was like, he's going to get better. And with his size I just knew that he would he, – the more he was playing, it's like he was going to be getting good. And he's moving up draft boards big. I mean, he looks like a third-round, fourth-round talent right now. Um. Big-time cornerback, another one coming out after seeing Grant Haley come out, seeing Marcus Allen come out. You know, seeing guys like that come out, um, Troy Apke come out. Now I think he's the next in the line of guys that will get drafted. Uh, also, um, who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. It's a cornerback last year that came out. I'm, uh, forgive me. Y'all know who he is. Um, forgive me, forgive me. But um, they've had cornerbacks definitely come out and, and represent – Penn State, and it also goes to recruiting, you gotta look at James Franklin, like, look at Jay Wright, I mean, they make, they bring the best out of players. Troy Apke was recruited as a receiver, and ended up becoming an NFL safety, and tore the combine, to shreds to shreds, uh, Jonathan Sutherland, and Sharif Miller, three tackles Sharif Miller had two sacks, once again, the big guy two sacks I mean, what else can you say about Sharif Miller, that's another guy, look like a fourth round talent You know, coming out the gate, he's just been a real good player. I mean, that's six sacks on the year for Sharif. I mean, big, 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 you know. Um, You look at guys like Matos, and Matos has just put together a stellar, stellar season. I mean, you look at this kid, and it's just like, I mean, wow, you know. Like, it seems like he gets better with every snap. You know, just like he gets better with every snap. Eight and a half sacks this year. What can you say about in And his sophomore season. I just knew he was going to be that kid, you know. Uh, Braylon Franklin was one of the guys I saw, but he ended up going to Sam Houston. Shout out to Braylon Franklin. Um, he told me he was going to get that time there, and, you know, eventually things just didn't work out, you know. Um Franklin, you know, wasn't in Franklin Plans, you know. He was more of a Brent Pryor guy, you know. So, you know, he's out there and he's shining at Sam Houston. Um, John Reed, I'm, I'm kind of like, wow, you know. John Reed, I think they're kind of like the, the rotation that's going on with the cornerbacks. You know, it's kind of interesting to see John Reed not having a bigger season, but he's not having a bad season. Um, he's one of those guys like Garrett Taylor, another guy who's just – Really all the cornerbacks in that game, you're looking at the stats and all that and all this, but they're not gonna jump out at you. You know, Nick Scott had the most, him and, and, and um Amani had the most, you know, stats that jump out. Five tackles, one interception for him, four tackles, one interception for Amani. So those are the ones that jump out. But everybody else, the same thing. Reed, they they couldn't throw on Reed. They couldn't uh, Taylor was around. I mean Guys like that and Castro Fields, guys like that was all over the field. They couldn't throw at them. They couldn't throw at them. So, once again, Penn State defense did their thing. I think that was the most impressive thing, shutting Penn State down to 10 points. After Jonathan Taylor with the 80-yard touchdown, it basically turned different from then. All right. Um, just talk about some recruiting. All right. Let's talk about some recruiting. Seth Lundy is a guy that – um. Uh, I've been following since um, Villanova. He was a, a big Villanova target, and he never got the offer, but Penn State's always been on him, been on him since the start. And when you look at him now, I mean, this makes it a very good class, a very, very good class. Naheem McLeod is on Penn State radar as well as LaSalle radar. Now, you know, I got the State 8 thing going on, and there's two schools, ten, uh, three of them, Temple, LaSalle, and uh, Penn State. All after Naheem McLeod. So, this is going to be something to look at coming up, you know. And looking at Naheem McLeod, you know, everybody's saying, you know, some people was talking about Florida State, but it's not that big. You know, Rhode Island's another one. I talked to him. Rhode Island's another school, in LaSalle, and LaSalle, you know, Florida State moving in. But I'm telling you, LaSalle has, it's a lot of love there for him at LaSalle. A lot of love there in LaSalle. So, let's look at Naheem McLeod right now as the target. You might want to look at. You might want to look at that as that target. You know, um, Penn State's about wrapped up. They had a good class. They've really had. I mean, so if they don't get Naheem, it's not a bad thing. Patrick Kelly's a good three-star, six-seven, small forward to have. Seth Lundy, uh, one two, one of the best two-way players in in all the country for this class, and Abdul Tinsambala is a guy who reminds a lot of Mike Watkins, I've heard, you know, and I've seen him. He's a power guy. Gives him another big center, um, a three-star. So this is big, and Justin McCoy is very underrated. I think he's a three-star talent Can score. They're really going to have a good deep team these years coming up. 2019 is going to be another, a deeper team. I'm looking, Penn State, people need to look at Penn State football and really, 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 you know, get some insight on that because, it's going to be an exciting football and basketball class at the same time. I mean, you go going to go to school for the first time loving basketball and football at the same time. Noah Cain. Let's think about this Noah Cain thing, all right? <laughs> Noah Kane parents are enjoying Penn State. Now, that's big. That's big. I mean, Kane's father said he, uh, um, Steve with you know, he reported on the, the visit of Noah Kane and his father says he's having an awesome experience. You know, um, we all know Noah Kane loves it. I mean, listen, I think Noah Kane could possibly, and I've always linked this 80%, I'm 80% Noah Kane on that. I ain't said no lot. I see tex- Texas, I see LSU, I mean, but I, I said from the last time Noah Kane had already had his, his decision made up, you know. And um I remember I was talking with Pat Tholey, one of the editors of uh he was like, How can you say Noah Kane when people clearly say LSU? Well, as you can see, it's different. I told you Noah Kane after that first visit, and he said Penn State definitely moved up there when the program moves that quick into your top schools and they wasn't there at first. Right there, that just tells you something. And then he was missing. Then after all that, you know, after me and Tholey talked months after that, he was scheduling a, a a visit, and then it got canceled. And then you so and then they rescheduling it. So for him to want to get back up here, I mean, it's big. It's really big. I think Kane is going to hit Penn State. I think, you know, a lot means when I say a lot, I mean no school is in competition. I think just clearly that school, cut school. But when I say 80%, I'm choosing Noah Kane to go there. But I'm also saying there's another chance that 20% chance. So I'm choosing Penn State, but there's still a 20% chance he can go to Texas or LSU. You know, so if he chooses that, that wasn't my favorite. That wasn't it. You know what I mean? That wasn't my clear cut. So I'm I'm out of that. You know, if I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose Noah Kane. But I ain't going to think it's a lock. But I'm still going to lose that. But a lot, I'm not looking at nobody. I was no schools to me. No, no matter who's mentioned, <laughs> they they don't matter. They don't even matter. So if another school gets in there, that's really a cut. You know, you cut my lock. That's big. If you cut my lock when I say it's a lock, that's big. Like oh man, another school, done killed that. Like I didn't think y'all had no chance. Well, if you take it, then you know and it's eighty percent, it's just eighty percent. I'm still picking that guy to go 80%, but I'm saying, well, I did think LSU and Texas could go in there. So it's not a clear cut, but I'm saying that they got the pool. That's just all it is. So if you can break my locks, that's big. But, you know, if I can make a choice and I say to somebody to decide, the that you just got to roll with, oh, he does think Texas and LSU can go there, but he thinks uh, Penn State is the 80% favorite. Get happy about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you could be the 20%. You dig? So I really feel instead of me looking at other people on crystal ball, it's a bunch of guys that they put their stuff together. And whoever the percentages is, the school, that's who they're going for. No, this is me. This is all me. I feel like if I feel like Penn State is the 80% favorite, I'm not choosing. I'm not going off nobody else base. I'm going off only my base. I'm saying those other schools are just if I give, I give Texas 10% and I give LSU 10%. That's it. They're not that big to me. But if they win, that's still a loss, man. It's just not a lot. It's just that, to me, it's a loss, but it's not a big loss. Not a big loss. Because I actually thought they was going to do it. But my happy favorite wasn't right. But a lot, that's big, man. Because I didn't think nobody was in it. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if one of my 20% people, my 20%, my Texas and LSU, if they take it, it's like, ah. Oh, well, I thought they could, but I ain't think they had it. They could get it, but I ain't think they had it. You dig know what I'm saying? So, there it is. People want to know my bases and high base things. If it's a lock, it's a lock. I'm not looking at no other school. That's it. I mean, I don't think no other school has a chance. And I've been wrong before. I've been wrong a lot of locks. But I've been right on a lot more. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm right. I'm sorry. I'm trying to give everybody benefit of doubt what to look at. When you mess with me, I'm going to get everything right mostly. That's what's going to happen. When you mess with me on my, I'm going to get everything right mostly. That's just how it is. I'm good at what I do. That's what it is. So if you're going to follow some predictions, you're going to follow me. Because I'm going to give you the real scoop. And just like anybody else, I always say, y'all, uh, I done went up the... 15 10 maybe 15% on a on a on a bad day 15% of the time I'm wrong but most of the time 10% of the time I'm wrong so I right. now so basically I'm telling you this is what's going on 80% Noah came I think he's going to go there but Texas and LSU has some rolling in there LSU he liked LSU and he liked Texas too but no doubt in my mind I think he likes Penn State more it's too much going on He's loving it. Parents loving it. That guy's going to hit Penn State. And as you can see, what a phone got this. Like, Will Fong always gets it, don't he? He always get the scoops, don't he? Um, Four-star receiver, feeling happy. Valley love. Brian Dine got this. Um, Curtis Jacobs. Pretty good 2020 player. Number 27 receiver. Here he goes again. And he's teammates with Divine Ellis. So, this could be – this is no doubt in my mind. Um, Curtis Jacobs is a big-time dog out there in Maryland. Didn't know they was uh, recruiting him like that. But, as you can see, here it goes now. If it's feeling like that and Devon Divine, Divine Ellis commits, Curtis Jacobs is coming. He might as well go call it because Divine Ellis is going to recruit him. He's going to come. Curtis Jacobs is going to come. So, right now, if Devon Ellis – Commits like I expect. I think he's a lock. Now, that's my lock. I don't think nobody else has it on him at all. Everybody looking at the people who vote no. It's all Penn State. Penn State's going to grab another defensive tackle, get some depth on that defensive tackle field. He's a pretty good, uh, pretty good looking tackle. His, his guy is going to come. His teammate is going to come. As of this time in this recruitment, if Devon Ellis commits, go ahead and call Dirk Curtis Jacobs a wrap. He's going to be a lock. Now, if I feel like that lock goes down and, and, and other people start picking up traction, it won't be a lock no more. I mean, but right now, if Devon Ellis commits to Penn State, go ahead and call and Curtis J. All right. This is a good class, good, good football class. Let's get to that football class. So um, Once again, let's start with Brandon Smith, Devin Ford, Caden Wallace, John Dunmore. Lance Dixon, Tyler Rudolph, some dogs, man. Hakeem Beeman, very impressive commit. Michael Johnson, Jr., Syleen Warmley, another impressive commit. Taquan Roberson just becoming really probably, I mean, he's a four-star to me. I mean, a high four-star. I mean, I'm talking about a low four. I'm talking about a high four-star, man. I think he doesn't get the credit he deserves as a quarterback. Joey Porter, Jr., that was a very, 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 I mean, it's the top guy in PA. And I said a long time ago he was a lot, and I remember his mom came on the the shout out to her, you know, Miss Porter, no doubt. She was like, "No, he's not a lot." I said, "Ah, right, it's just my prediction." And she like she was just telling me we ain't had no riffraff nothing like that, you know. She was just like, "You know, her son." She was just saying, "Look, my son got a process. I feel you." But there it is. He is with Penn State. Marcus Wilson, that's a beast. Can't wait to see him perform. I, I'm a fan of that guy, Anthony Wiggins. I mean, did they go again in Lakwana? Another impressive guy, 6'5", 290. Impressive. Keaton Ellis, my favorite recruit on this whole class. A beast in a lot of ways, right out of PA. And he in state college. He wasn't going nowhere. Brenton Strange, remember talking to that guy? Text him on the phone, man. We talked, having a conversation. We had a good con- uh, con- uh, conversation about it. And I was feeling, you know, in between. But eventually I knew, you know, he was like 50-50 with me. I mean, he had a recruiting buzz from a lot of places. I mean, he was like 50-50. You know, you're going to see where Penn State was going to go with other tight ends, you know. But Brendan Strange started going towards Penn State. He just started feeling Penn State more than I knew it. You know what I mean? I predicted him to hit there. Emory Simmons was the total surprise. Didn't even know that was coming. Didn't know that was coming. And he's a a, a, a very good um, – reminds me of Deshaun Hamilton. Jaquan Brisker, he's ready to get in the game right now. Can't wait that he's able to show who he is and what he does. He's a beast. He's a super beast. You know, top 25 guys in community college all right all right I, I gotta go y'all gotta go Gotta i mean i just wanted to update y'all on some things going on penn state radio um the eagles play tonight so y'all make sure to tune in 720 sunday night football eagles and cowboys uh penn state plays Rutgers next and we want to check with Penn State basketball. They play Jacksonville State on the 12th. So be tuned in on that. I think they're gonna rip them apart. Alright, till next time, y'all follow leaders. Penn State Radio. We are.